The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's time now for Brady to entertain us all with something we call the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by my friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And I uh, got an email from somebody uh, this morning who was going to go to tactical black yesterday and got scared. Emailed me and said, I got scared. She had an incident uh, where her and her daughter were trying to go into a school and somebody pulled a gun on him in that traffic line trying to get into school. And she's like, I got to get into this thing. And uh, she was supposed to show up last night. And then she called and said, I'm nervous. I don't know what to, I, I, I don't know what makes you more nervous. Go into a class that's going to help you survive something or being in the world where guys pull guns on you for a small traffic infraction in front of an elementary school. She wanted to pull into a parking lot and the guy was in the way. He pulled a, showed him her gun, his gun. You never know. What do you do? We ran a couple drills yesterday when I was there of what happens when you have a gun. It'll be part of that gun training seminar, too, which is crazy. When you have a gun and another guy shows you his gun. Now, he might be afraid because he saw yours. So we were in a thing where it's like, what if you're in a little bit of a scuffle or an argument with somebody and the guy shows his gun? It's immediately a thought to be thrown. It's it's crazy. And, and man, my adrenaline yesterday was through the moon going through these little drills because there's no real right answer. It's just society just saying, hey, guess what's about to happen to you? Nothing good. And so we ran all the drills different directions. And, you know, your natural reaction plus what you can do and what you're going to do. Stop the guy from making another move towards the gun. You draw your gun. All of a sudden, he feels threatened. Now you're the bad guy. It's crazy. So uh, they were running through all these things. And at the end, we came up with a bunch of scenarios. It was amazing. And it was so cool to watch this progress happen as we had certain things you can do when a gun's pulled, certain things you can do when it's in a holster. It was amazing, and uh, it's just I learned. I don't say that too often at my age. I learned a lot yesterday, and it was all because I was out there doing this. If you're feeling a little threatened in a situation, you're thinking, I need to learn self-defense, guess what? You need to learn self-defense just for a peace of mind. You may never use it, but just to keep it in your back pocket, it's a great thing. ReactDefense.com is the place you need to go, tried and true. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of years of experience teaching you this stuff inside that building, and these guys are the best in the business. So... With a goofy world we live in, and it's all on our minds today, and it, it's going to be tomorrow, too. Uh, nothing wrong with starting to make yourself a little bit more of a sheepdog than a sheep. ReactDefense.com is the place to go. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Next Friday, the Super Mario Bros. movie comes out. Someone conducted a survey asking thousands of fans for their favorite character in the Mario universe. Brett. <laughs> Already got my hat. <laughs> I don't know. Top five. Mario. Bowser Jr., number five. Right. Of course. Toad, number four. Like the Toad. Mario, number three. Mario's third. Oh, is Princess Shortcake in the thing? Luigi, number two. 
I'm Luigi. He was player number two. Yeah, he's always player two. He wasn't even. Yeah. He doesn't even get top billing. Yoshi number one. Yoshi's pretty great. Princess Peach was seven. Or who did you ask about? That's seven, what I was saying. Yeah. Just throw out the credit. Waluigi's nine. Donkey Kong, ten. Man, it's amazing. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Kong is the reason it happened. He is the origin story of Mario. And he's 10th favorite. Variety put together a list of the best Quentin Tarantino characters from all of his movies. Man. Top five. Vincent Vega's got to still Bear be. Jew. Jules. Hans Landa. Jules Winslow. Hans Landa's amazing. Hans Landa Christoph is Christoph Waltz's character in Inglorious Bastards. Major Marquis Warren was number four. That's uh, Christopher Walken, isn't it? Samuel L. Jackson in The Hateful Eight. Oh. That's the one I didn't like. You know, like the Hateful Eight wasn't very good. Seth Gecko, George Clooney, and from Dusk Till Dawn, was number three. Number two, Calvin Candy. Oh yeah, DiCaprio from Django Unchained. And then number one was stuntman Mike Kurt Russell and Death. Death that Mouse. was a pretty good one. Yeah, boy, they didn't go to any of the no Pulp Fictions, Pulp Fiction, or Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, uh, Jackie had, Brown even has some. Or Kill Bill. Jackie Brown was six. Kill Bill was uh, seven, eight. Um, Any Pulp Fictions? I May from Kill Bill was seven. I May is awesome, but I the mean, Bride, Uma Thurman, Jules, and Vincent yeah. are how they're not. Jules are thirteen. That's ridiculous. Even Marcellus Wallace. Marcellus Wallace should be a top five. Yeah. yeah, Mallory Knox was number nine. Juliet Lewis. And I Natural do love Boy uh, Killers. Christoph Waltz's thing from. And Glorious Bastards. That might be. That's a fantastic character. Cliff uh, Cliff Booth was Brad Pitt's character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pretty great. Mr. Pink was number fifteen. Mr. Pink. Equals yeah. Mr. Yeah. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I don't tip. <laughs> oh, a fan asked me. all those. I would flip almost flip that whole list over. Yeah. I guess I'm 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 a fan of Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs and Jackie Brown. Uh, Jackie Brown's great. Man. Almost in order, I like his movies top to bottom. Although Once Upon a Time in Hollywood became rapidly got better and better the more I I saw it three or four times. I'm like, this movie's great. A fan asked Nick Cage what his favorite Keanu Reeves movie was. Nick says it's difficult. He has mixed emotions about Keanu because he kicked my ass in billiards one night. <laughs> But then he says, I can't uh, like his I, movies because he <laughs> lost a game of pool. Yeah. You he have goes, to understand, I, I lost a game of nine ball to Keanu. Uh, it made me hate his film, say, baby girl. But to answer your question, <laughs> I like some of his early stuff, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And I thought he was great in River's Edge. What's the one where the mailbox is a time machine between hand sandals and Lake, Lake House? Yes. That was a good one, baby girl. I like it. You two guitarists, The Edge says they're going to kickstart a resurgence of guitars in mainstream music. Okay. I'm for that. Somebody needs We're to. turning the amps on and the rock and it will. Uh, They'll be at the sphere in we'll Vegas. A resurgence soon. of rock and roll. And when that thing happens, evidently that is going to change people's brains on how things are supposed to look and feel inside an arena or a building. Have you seen that, what they plan to do with this deal? Have you seen this? John Gordon, man, oh, man, it's this ball. They can do 
anything they want with it, including make it feel like there aren't walls. It's got to be uh, three quarters done. It's pretty done. It's yeah. just the technology's got to be A friend of mine showed it to me about a year ago. It is. Yeah, it's unreal. So, like, the pictures that I was looking online, because they can turn it on, they did it and like, and if we want to make the entire thing disappear, we can do that. And poof, they turned it on, and there was no more sphere. You're outside in the strip. And it's not like it's virtual reality. It's unbelievable. But it feels like you're standing outside in the strip, and it's got all sorts of stuff. Wind. The sound. I, the I have no idea how they're, I, I don't know how they're going to use this. But then the outside is the same as the inside. So people outside are seeing what like the, the images are. Oh, it looks so cool. And it'll probably be the world's biggest flop ever. Because everybody's excited about it. So it's probably going to suck like Spider-Man the musical. Now, is it just an event center or is it tied to a casino? It's an event center. I don't know if, I don't know if it's tied to something. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. It's just his own separate building. But probably somebody owns it. Yeah. Yeah, U2 has got the first uh, residency there. They're going to open it up. And I don't know if they built one in London or doing the same thing. But There's going to be tons of them if this thing's any good. But just the... The idea, I'm like, oh my god! Just look it up. They've got a bunch of different uh, yeah. little. You know, when you're at a concert and they've got a great like screen behind them. Now imagine the whole building is a screen. Right. It's essentially what they're doing. I can't wait. Uh, that's it. Uh, we're all done. Tuesday's in the books. Larry's coming up in just a few seconds. Give you more information about there it is. They'll give you more information about the glories. That are Easter kegs. That's coming up here in a week and a half, if you can believe it. The Easter keg hunt is next Friday, and Larry's got all your info right here. All you got to do is tune in and listen. He's also going to give you some things, uh, including maybe tickets to U-Fest, which is also right around the corner. We're done. You guys have yourselves a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.